It's the Nebraska Hour. Boo, boo, boo. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> we got to get one of those. Oh, 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 oh. DMX. God, it's so sad. It is so, so sad. sad. I'm Timmy Nebraska. I'm Connor. This is Connor. We're back again this week. Um, DMX, that's sad. It is it's very sad. sad. I, man, I watched this video the other day um, of DMX's performance at Woodstock 99. Amazing. And it was, it's wild, right? I was like 14. So, I, I mean, obviously, I didn't see it or yeah, go to it, obviously. Like two. Really? No. Nah, maybe a little bit. You ain't that old. You I ain't know. that young, I dude. Know. Oh, little baby Connor. Baby <laughs> Give him the clamps. <laughs> <laughs> um, Baylor. God, that was awesome. Uh, how, the pretty, uh, it should have been a pretty big sweat for you, though. I mean, Gonzaga versus the field three weeks ago. That was Timmy's lock, and he, we got there, you know? It was, it sweated it, though. I bet. Sweated it out. I bet. I actually uh, slept in the first half. <laughs> I love that. I had a long day that day. Got a lot done. And then um, had a couple drinks afternoon-wise. I was, like, chilling, getting ready for the game. And uh, laid down on the couch, watching the pregame. Crashed out. Cr- just crashed out. It's ate some gummy bears that day. Oh, took a little nap. Um, but yeah, you. So I wake like, up though. I'm like up like 18. Yeah, and I was like, "Woo, yeah, baby, that's <laughs> right, dude!" I was so happy, and it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, uh, yeah, so no, nobody would even sweat that game unless you took Gonzaga against. Yeah, right. It, it, like everybody who took Gonzaga was so confident, and I've never been more confident in like a national championship pick. In a long, long time. Plus four and a half. I got it the day, the second it popped up on FanDuel. After, right after the Gonzaga. Yeah, hell locked, yeah. Locked that shit in. So what I was going to do originally was, well, I have quite a bit of money on, on the, uh, the field the against Gonzaga. I was like, well, I'm pretty confident still. I could hedge, right? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. This cigar is good. It is good. I forget what it's called now already. Yeah. I'm not the best. It's something, that. some French name. I forget. It's pretty good though. Some Frenchy. Um, well, I'll, I'll put it on the uh, the blurb. Yeah, what the, like what the cigar is. Um, so uh, instead of doing that though, I took Baylor money line and I took Baylor plus four and a half. Smart. I was like, I'll just triple down, pretty much. Yeah. Just maybe not the smartest move. Yeah, but I was fairly but confident. I, was, I mean, it's not the smartest move. Like. I was like, if I'm paper. gonna lose, I'm gonna lose a lot. Apparently. Yeah. But just do it. Let's just let's just roll with it. And man. then my hatred for Gonzaga goes for life. This, like, and this, yeah, and this, this is like kind of like what Greg talks about before when, I, when we first started this. Is I'm kind of like the blind shooter. I'm like yeah. overconfident sometimes, and I'm just like I'm like J.R. Smith, who's out there <laughs> just hucking. And like sometimes I have really good days, and sometimes sometimes I think there's an extra time out on the like, clock. Sometimes I'm like, oh shit, man, this is. This is not great. Yeah, not good. Um, I've had a pretty good week this week, too, on That's baseball good. and stuff, too. I haven't it's really awesome. been touching baseball yet. I know we have a, a guest coming on uh, via Zoom soon. Yeah, my and buddy Brockalicious. Brockalicious? Oh, yeah, yeah. such a good name. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, have you been going multiple teams or just sticking to, like, a few teams that you're confident on? Well, um, opening day almost every year, the Rockies win. Like, weirdly, the Rockies win. Even when they play the Dodgers, the Rockies win opening day. Like, it's weird. Like, the last six years, I think, they win opening day. I don't know. That's pretty... And the Tigers, for some reason. Tigers are also not good. No. Um, so, I took the Rockies opening day, and I took the Tigers opening day. You took the Rockies against your Dodgers yeah. opening day? Oh, God. Yeah. Better sweet, it's though. it's plus 210. I mean, yeah. 
It's a pretty good move, right? The Tigers were plus 180. So I've got four X on. And then I parlayed them together, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to be run good. So I crushed. crushed. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, today, actually, weird thing today happened. Uh, this is one of the, probably one of the most sketchy things I've seen ha- like for a win for me, I guess, in baseball. A lucky win for me. Uh, the Mets and the Marlins played today. And the Mets, I had the Mets today. Uh, and they're down two to one in the ninth. And the first pit, first batter, like upper deck, right field home run. Really? Tie it up to 2-2. Two, two. And then the they get the bases loaded. And uh, then it's going to be the next the one out. So then so the batter, the batter is Michael Conforto. He's a pretty good hitter. Uh, next out, next up after him is, is Pete Alonzo. And uh, the dude throws the pitcher, I think it was Yimmy Garcia, used to be a Dodger, um, throws a curveball. He's a nasty curveball, nasty curveball. The umpire calls strike three. And then Conforto turns around and, like, hits his elbow. And he's like, yo, I got hit. And the umpire changes the call and says hit by pitch. Bases loaded. Hit by pitch, walk off. Did it actually hit him? It hit him. Okay. But he – I mean, he leaned it was, into it. it but – he kind of leaned into it, but yeah. the video shows him like kind of pick his arms up a little bit, but his elbow goes out over the plate, and so they they want to review, and yeah. the Mets leave the field, like they're really? like, oh, we won, like, we're, we're out of here, we're done, it's over. <laughs> yeah, and so the Mets walk off, and then um, they're the umpires talking to each other, and the Marlins manager is talking. It's uh, it's Don Mattingly is the manager for yeah. Marlins, so he's talking to the umpires and stuff, and um, they. Don't review it. Well, they, I don't know if they can review it, I guess. I'm not sure the review baseball huh. rules exactly, but the umpire called the strike three first, and then was like, oh, he hit him, and then changed it, walk off, hit by pitch. In no review. And there's no review, really. But his elbow was, like, clearly over the plate. Yeah, like now, I was to... happy. Oh, yeah, I was like, yeah. a win's a win's a boom, win. Boom, walk off, hit by pitch. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Now, there's still another batter left in that inning in the bottom yeah. of the ninth. So, like, maybe they still Jeez, True. I got to. The, the cigars getting to me a little bit the here. Belchies? Yeah. Jeez, bro. <laughs> Corona love, I guess, man. Jeez. Um, so uh I was super happy, but I've never had a win like that that was just like kind of sketch. I don't yeah. have like I mean, like it's if you're a Mets fan, like you're like, yeah. If I had been on the Marlins, I would be so upset. Furious. I would be furious. Twitter went crazy well, about bet. really? You hit my pitch, but he called strike three first. That's the thing. I'm like, how do you don't get a review out of that? I mean, it has to be something with the rules. It's like you can't really review pass interference, or I think you can now. I'm not sure, but it's. I don't know how the baseball review works on that kind of call. Yeah, like especially in the, the manager has one challenge. Ah, uh, okay. You so can, you, 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 can, use you can challenge, challenge like whether the guy was safe or not at second base or yeah. first base or whatever. I'm sure you could use that challenge as well because it means like if he's out or if he's. But you can't challenge. You can challenge like a foul ball like down the line. Um, you can't challenge balls and strikes. Okay. So maybe they put that in the in the category of balls and strikes. Yeah, I mean, where I you guess can't it would challenge. Be. Yeah. But he called him strike three. Because I guess if you're you're doing that, then you're you're gearing it towards the automatic the automated umpire type of approach, you know, and that's like not the best thing I think for baseball ever. Maybe at the moment, you know, at least part of baseball is that there is some human error, right? Yeah. And like. In basketball, too, right? It's hard to be an umpire. It's hard to be a referee. Yeah. In football, as well. It's it's a hard job. Yeah, we saw that with— and like, uh, referees get bashed on a lot. We saw that refer- when the referees went on strike, that uh, 
Seahawks Packers game that yeah. we did Monday oh, Night man, Football that back. was a wild. That we were doing uh, shots for every penalty, every touchdown, and every like every point. You guys got hammered. It was ridiculous. Hammer, this hammer. is in college, my first year. You were like, like blacked out. Twenty eight shots. It was like half up. Yeah, it was absurd. And then they like. What was the ending result on that? Like, what did the uh, the ref call? Um, they they called it a catch in the end zone, right? Yeah, but it was like it, it, it was could it have been an interception. Yeah, I remember. It yeah, could have been a catch. It was. Um, it was like a really weird call. And like, also, how are you gonna call that if you're the ref? Like, yeah, both guys have the ball. Both guys land in the end zone, first possession, and like in that situation, maybe you go to the baseball rule where the tie goes to the runner. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how that works exactly. I mean, no, I don't think it's tie goes to the runner because I think like in that baseball, was kind of the the, the, yeah, the rule, like, right? But in baseball, you're defending a base essentially, so tie goes to the runner. I could see it being that way, and like if in football the ball's up for grabs, you know, and two people are going for the same thing. So, oh shit, he's not. Oh, dropping lighters. Nope. Gonna no, get yelled no, at I later. Didn't. No, I didn't. He's, didn't happen. He probably listens. To Edit the this out as well. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of snip snip right here. I'm good with audio. That's um, so the baseball referee or baseball umpire thing is kind of weird. So um, early in the season, like I think the third game of the season, Angel Hernandez is an umpire in, in Major League Baseball. He's been an umpire for like 20 years. I don't know how long. He's been an umpire a for a long, long yeah. time, right? Um, so statistically – they review all the calls, and MLB does all this stuff where they, like, do percentages for correct calls for balls and strikes. And the average is about 94.5%. So they miss very little calls. I mean, there's 200 pitches a game, probably close, maybe more. But you figure starting pitchers get pulled out when they get to about 100 pitches. Yeah. Um, so there's probably 200, and let's say, let's say 200 pitches just for reasonable numbers-wise, right? Yeah. So he misses, you know— Eight to twelve calls on average a game, balls and strikes. It just seems like a lot if you just say that number, though. But you, know? you think that the balls they're throwing 95, 100 mile an hour fastballs. The break of the ball is a lot. Yeah, like, and like, like a, a, like, a hundred mile an hour fastball is, by what we understand by physics, is impossible to hit because it's, it's so yeah. Like I, I have a pitching machine at hundred mile an hour, and it is hard. I mean, you just you swing when you hear the thump of the ball released. You, yeah, like you're already and swinging. You have to like predict it, and like you got to. Kind and of like, where's it at? And I see off of arm movement and everything like that. Like, it's there's crazy, a really, right? There's a really cool, like, little sports science shit or whatever, something like that, that uh, I there saw is. back in the day. Uh, ESPN did a sports science yeah, thing yeah. about it, that, it, about, it's, how, it's, about how long it takes for a mile off fastball to get so to the plate. It's so fast that the ball's rising, and it's like there's a lot of different, like, components. It's crazy, over. right? Yeah. So Angel Hernandez had statistically the worst game in MLB history since they started tracking this other day. It was the Angels and Astros, and uh, he got 80, 84% of the calls right. Fuck. That's a big it's number. bad. So he had 29 missed calls. There's a whole article about this. Because well, no, no, no. fans lost had, it. What was it? He had 84% of the calls. So 84% is right. going to be, oh yeah, 16. He, so it'd be 32. He, he about mi- 32 missed they calls. They said they missed 29, 29, 29, yeah. 29 calls. Which is, which is like a whole bunch. Yeah, and like it could go, you could just favor one team. If, it, if majority of that is favored towards one team as well, your odds are ridiculously increased. Let me help you with the cigar, bud. It's getting there. I don't know. I'm the rookie cigar more still. Maybe it's a fat chair. Usually, I'm like, I'm not, usually, I'm not I, I, smoke, I smoke cigars, but it's not the same cigars. It's like, oh, you know, we, I see what you did there. Yeah, I see. You get it. We put you some of it. the Colorado's uh, major. Colorado's finest. My very finest. Integrity. <laughs> Integrity Farms. Greg showed me uh, some shoes the other day. 
that Adidas is coming out on 420 that they're all like blue oh. suede and they're blue suede shoes. They're tolly shoes. And they oh. have the eyes on that. And oh, they look that's like a towel. Cool. And like you can put like red eyes on them. I'm getting like that's three super pairs. cool. I'm, I'm like going to try to get a bunch. That's super cool. I'm so super happy about Give it. Give me a pair, just cause. Yeah, just cause. Just cause. Just cause. My birthday's in July. You can hold on to them for me. I got, give a little you birthday know, present. I'll do that. I, I, that would be nice of you. What a good, good guy. Me, me and Greggy will split those. We'll, we'll get you those. Greg, you know, Greg we'll almost always takes me to like dinner for my birthday. Almost. Okay. I usually don't like even tell him when my birthday is. I'm just like, ah, it's cool. I'm just gonna do whatever. And Greg's like, oh, your birthday's coming up. Let's go do this. And I was like, Greg, what a good friend. How does he remember birthday? Greg, what a good friend. Very tough. Very um, good friend. Shout out, shout out to Greg. So, also the baseball thing. So, um, we're going to have a guest on, my buddy Brock. Um, he was a, a question. He had a question answered on, on the original BYA OG show one okay. time. Um, but uh, there's a couple of things in baseball that bother me still. So, doubleheaders now. Last year, I understand they, they were trying yeah. to do this thing where they're getting games over fast. They had postponements and like COVID things going on, stuff, you in know. A, in a game of fatigue. Yeah, right. Like, and it was like short. As it was, it was like shorter. Um, it was like shorter uh, season. Yeah. Uh, a ton of stuff was going on, right? So um, last year, they did uh, double headers were seven innings long, which I understand that. It's okay. I get that. Like, you don't want baseball players playing. You want to get the games in. Yeah. They're still doing that. So now doubleheaders are still only seven innings, which I'm not like a complete baseball purist where I'm like, yeah, against total change because I'd rather have the DH in both leagues. I'd rather have them just like have a standard, like standard, like set rules for both sides. Yeah, that, that, that rule has always been. It's like the old guys like hate if you change it. They, they'll see, hate. I don't know why though. Like there's nothing really. Negative about changing I, it. I mean, like, what, you, you're forcing your pitcher to hit. So, do you like, want to see Clayton Kershaw swing a baseball bat? No, Psh, nobody I mean, does, man. Do you want to see CeCe Sabathia years ago trying to lay down a bunt? It sounds no. terrible, I mean, it man. Sounds like, it's just funny. not. <laughs> you didn't want to do that. The Cubs had a pretty good run of pitchers who were going yard. Like Kerry Wood was good. Mark Pryor. Dude, Greg just, Maddox had a few. Yeah. Uh, so like I, that's always yeah. good to see for like the. But it's like the the anomaly. Like oh they hit. Yeah. The the best hitting pitcher probably ever is uh, either Bumgarner. Or Mike Hampton or hit a lot of home runs. Well, yeah, that's like I understand. Yeah, you're, I mean, a, you're right about that. Who's a new, sure. who's a new pitcher who is doing uh, the? Uh, forget, forget Sho- the Otani. Otani, yeah, Shohei so, Otani. Like yeah, pitching that and hitting. Guy, like, but uh, that's what. I but mean, you, that but you would, people to the fans. but you would want to if he was pitching, you would want to hit him too. Like you, would, he would be your DH and your pitcher. Yeah. So there's some weird rules in baseball. Also, so if you oh, want, that, yeah. if you want to sub your DH out. Or like you want to move your DH to first base or something like that. Yeah. Um, then your pitcher hits the AL. Yeah. So if you move him, if you if you sub him out, then your pitcher has to hit. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird rule, also. It's kind of like a penalty, though. I would say for it. like. Well, yeah, this way nobody does that, right? Yeah. Like if you're if your DH, you're not wasting if your DH, a if you want to pull your DH, oh he he can't hit the third That's time. That's why your DH like, something's is wrong. just like, somebody who is usually in the AL. Yes. Uh, a big boy who you know maybe so, not the most athletic. So I would love to have the DH in both sides. Um, I think that they should do that, but I think they should tell them, they should tell the NL teams right away so the NL teams can sign Prepare a guy that's a DH, right? Yeah, a lot of give them like two, three years. Maybe even just one year even is yeah. cool. Um, if they do it right now, like let's start next year because they've been free agency and stuff. And then the AL teams usually have like one less pitcher on the roster because they have to have a DH, yeah, right? Yeah, I can see that. The NL teams tend to have their backup players 
that are like the complete defense. Because like when your second baseman gets tired or he needs a break, they need a guy who can field too. Usually those guys are not great hitters. Like rarely. Yeah. Now the Dodgers last year and the Astros, well, the Astros were in the NL. And cheated. Um, yeah, they still they're still cheating, I think. Scumbags, Astros. And the Cardinals also scumbags. Yeah. Um, the Dodgers had enough outfielders where and people that they could like third baseman, first baseman that were yeah. hitters, they could like have a DH, they're already ready for and it. And right? like this era, I would say, or possibly the era approaching is gonna be I mean, we're seeing the utility player actually go further. We're seeing people be able to switch. And with shifts anyways, going against, like, Rizzo or going against, That's like, That's also one Trout, of the things, right? You're going to be shifting. You're playing a different position already, you know? And I wouldn't – I mean, I wouldn't shift against Trout because, like, Trout will hit it where he wants to. Yeah. But, like, There's well, an old, you know, actually that's weird, not the point. Cool yeah, story yeah. about this, actually. So, before Trout was a major leaguer, um, Tim Kirchin is, like, the baseball guy for ESPN, right? He's, like, the – he's been the man for a long time. So Mike Trout was in, was doing a batting practice thing, and they put a trash can down left field, down the left field line, and uh, Trout hit the ball, the first one into the trash can. Shut the fuck up, for real. That that was when Tim Kirchner was like, he's the best player I've ever seen in my life. That really did happen, and he told that story on ESPN a lot of times. It's insane. It's, it's like it's insane. like one of those old commercials where like. Yeah, Chad Ochoa right, yeah. catch two balls with one hand and yeah. catch the third one. Like, yep. <sighs> and like that was a real thing to happen, though. Yeah, and, like, it was actually Tim, real. Tim Kirchner talked about that a lot of times on like MLB the night, like yeah. Sunday night baseballs kind of stuff. Um, I would love to see the DH in both leagues. Uh, but the thing that bothered me the most that Brock and I are going to talk about is the the extra inning rule about how they start a guy on second base. Yeah, I don't like to start a new guy. Um, it bothered me. I lost yesterday because of that. On I mean, I won yesterday because of it also. Yeah, exactly. So um, there's no bias about this. Um, I would have loved to win both of them, but really? whatever. Um, I have, I have, I've had a pretty good week of baseball. Anyway. I got lucky yeah. today. So I made back my, my like unlucky one. With but, so the, I got the hit by pitch. Like, I, I'll take that. It's fine. But the deal is with this is that, um, is that what I don't like about it is that you can pretty much not have to get a hit to be able to score a run to win. Yeah. So if you're the top of the 10th, okay, I, I'm betting on the home team or I am the home team, whatever, and I, go, I run through your order and like, okay, so bottom of the 10th, um, guys in base, I can have two sacrifice flies to score. I don't think you get a hit at all. I can literally uh, just pop up twice and score and win. Sacrifice flies from second to third are much more difficult. Yeah, but two, because there's guys that can base in the first place. Yeah, so you have three majority outs. of your people are right-handed hitters, so, you can so hit, they're going to go to so the you, left field. So you, so you can hit two sacrifice flies and score and win. Or sacrifice bunt and sacrifice fly. That's the play. You can do that, too. That's the play. You know, like, because you're getting— you just put it, If you just put it down the first base line, you're, like, the, you're, the, the, catch, he's gonna the pitcher get, is not going to be able to turn around and do a three. Yeah, like, he's going to get They're not going right? to make it do it that way. So I don't think you should be allowed to, to win a game on without getting a hit. What about starting in the first? Um, so my solution kind of is that I would walk the first hitter every time because I want double play. This guy's on second base anyway. I want to double play. Then I, I can negate the guy from second base. That's actually very smart. I would just always do that. Yeah. Every time I would do that. Especially if you're, if you're a home team. If, if, you're, the away, if you're the away team. If you, if you get, if you get the, if you get through the top of the top of the inning as a home team. Yeah. If I was the away team, I'd walk the first batter. Yeah, I would do that too. And just be like, okay, huh. well, if they if they hit it if they hit it deep, then they have first and then they have second and third. Yeah, 
Then I just want the next guy. And then yeah, I load the, I just load the bases. Well. Yeah. And be like, all right, I want ground balls. And then you always go home first, obviously. And then um, you can do a double play. If you, if, you only, if you don't get double play ball, you can still turn you get two. the guy at home. And then um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and yeah. then you have another chance, but you risk the you, the chance. The risk is that you try to turn double play, second and first, yeah, and don't get it. Then you lose. So your your players have to know where to go with the ball. As a fielder, you have to know they're where getting paid you millions of dollars. They where should, you have to go second and first. but you can go home first. Yeah, I always always I would always walk the first. Always guy. go home. Always yeah. I would just always do that. And also, too, if you hit it left side of the field, which majority of people would on a ground ball, like in theory, because they're right-handed hitters mainly, you know, you could turn two on third to second. Or yeah. Third to first. I would just always turn set that two up. Turn two third to first. Always. Yeah, third to first is tough. I would just always set that up every yeah. time. One, I got one more thing before a- we— as, uh, as the other team, though, I would just—if I had one out, I would just start my runners early. And, like, if yeah. you pop it up, you have to tag up. And if you, if you lose that way or if you get out and go next inning that way, that's fine. Just keep on doing but that. I would method. just always do work because statistically, you would think that like my odds of, of avoiding double play is high. Um, if they hit a, a fly ball, see it's a fly ball, and you have to turn around right away. Yeah. So you go halfway. You don't you don't just start them and run all the way on on contact. You just have them go like halfway, so you make it back. Yeah, the ball hits, go. But you couldn't tag up that way, so you would like so as the as the defensive team, you negate the sacrifice fly. Because they have to tag up, yeah, and then I, I always have double play chance. That's smart. I mean, that's the best way for you to secure the. I hate the rule. The I hate the rule. So, what do you think about my least favorite rule in baseball? The wild card playoff game. Um, and I mean game, not the the off. one game thing. Why is it not the best of three? Why is it not, like it, it, it's a shit rule to play 162 games and then, and then come down to one, one game? game. Greg loves it. We talked about it on Bet Your Ash. So I, I kind of, I don't hate that necessarily because there's a lot of times, like a couple years ago, when the the Cubs, the Pirates, the Rockies, yeah, but the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Cardinals all won 100 games, yeah, and that was that's an anomaly, kind of. Yes, but the Pirates and the and the Cardinals deserve to have a chance at the playoffs. Like they, if you win 100 games, like you deserve yeah, the chance. Yeah, that's on paper though. But the, 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 the other teams, you know, one more. So that's yeah, what but, I'm saying. Like, if every team in the league well, is that good, but the, the, they wouldn't have had the chance to do that because at the time there's only one wild card team. So like, yeah. either the Pirates or the Cardinals would have been, would have been cut out. So um, good. They both deserve. I mean, <laughs> I, I agree. I would like the Cardinals and the Cubs and Pirates all not ever make the playoffs ever again. <laughs> scared? Mostly the Cardinals. I don't like the Cubs either, but mostly the Cardinals. I just <sighs> can't stand them. I'm developing. Can't a, stand you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Seinfeld so much, man. I make okay. jokes about that all the time. I was in the raincoat business once. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's pause really quick. Let's just hear everybody Brock on here and let's talk some baseball. All right. All right. Yeah, well, like, like the vegan dude. I mean, that's I true too. Guy. But like, if I was a UFC fighter, I would do that. It's just hilarious. Yeah. Like the one guy came out, the the boxer came out with the uh, Joshua came out with the whole like metal fucking suit thing on, and like then he bitched about how it was too heavy, how he got gassed. I was like, well, you big dummy? Yeah, you should have you should have wore Spider Man spandex instead. It'd been sick. It'd been sick. All right, uh, are we ready? I think we're ready, bud. Cool. So I'm just gonna do a clap really quick, just so I can line this up. 
Yeah. Good so. to go. All right. We have our guest here, Brocklicious. Um, Hello, everyone. What's up, Brock? I got to say, I absolutely love the nickname Brocklicious. <laughs> I've known Brock since I was like five. For a long, long time. Uh, he's my buddy from Nebraska in high school and elementary, and we used to go to the pool together. We were like kindergartners. Uh, for, it's like for like ever, pretty much living like the Sandlot fucking summer. Yeah, for real. We, we played basketball in the, at the basketball courts in the, in Hemingford, Nebraska, in the in like the chain link cement courts that were shitty oh, yeah. every day in the summertime for so, hours and hours a day. It was awesome. So, Brock, I got a question for you. Go right ahead, sir. Is Timmy as good as basketball player as he says he is? Bro, for a while, there wasn't anybody who could beat us at two on two in the world. Oh God. I love that. I love it. <laughs> I think, like, in my prime, would be a really good competition. I was me. pretty I'm, good, man. I, was, I mean, I'm fat out of shape now. But like, I was pretty good for a while Lord. there. Uncle he was just him. fat and in shape then. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I had all the crafty old man moves, like Paul Pierce. The whole, like, the, the bump fadeaways. Yeah, and, the, like, the, all the, the dirt. All, dude, I had all that stuff, man. All, all the moves like that. And the oh, lefty. Man. I was a lefty anyway. Oh, so, yeah. like, ugh. My favorite one was the uh, was the no jump, like just turn around hook shot from the top of the key. The, the what three, you guys play in nineteen fifty two or something? Dude, like I that? would I would shoot the three point hook shot because it was like the was, I would have to do like a like a jump hook as hard as I could, but with good form. So just yeah. roll off the fingers. I make it all the time. It was just That's it was just up. literally as hard as I could possibly do it with good form. <laughs> it was awesome. I went in, in like horse against some against some really good players. Doing that all the time. Oh, yeah. Just like, sure they're, like they're like, how the hell can you do this? I was like, I don't know, man. I just, I, I would fuck around the courts. And I just like practice that shot randomly. And I was pretty good at this, actually. So, Brock, uh, Timmy says, we got you on here today to talk about some baseball. And I need some help for somebody else for Timmy to vent to. Because when he gets upset, he just like looks so angry at me. I... <laughs> he seems he's pretty upset about these next few topics. So, I'll let him ask you a couple questions. And I guess we'll all chime in. And, uh, you get a consensus of what's really going on. Okay, right. Brock. So, so what I'm upset about, obviously, is the uh, extra inning rule. Um, I'm not necessarily a baseball purist. As far I thought as you like, were going to lead off with the Cardinals being good. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to a Cubs fan as well, Brock. So you know we don't have the most love for the Cubs uh, for the Cardinals. Dude, I saw a thing just before I let Tim finish. I saw a thing today that National League pitchers have a 154 batting average, which is 30 points higher than the, than the Chicago Cubs. Oh <laughs> We're not flipping this around. I shit. Not the oh, Cubs that's right? hilarious. Timmy, you're going to have to go off oh, back. God. Oh. You know what, Connor, today? I was going to stop betting for the week this morning. And I was like, you know what? I, have a bet, I had a bet on one of my lines that was um, Chris Bryant over one and a half bases today. Just bases. Not hits. Not runs. <laughs> not hits, nothing. So I was like, I'll take that. So I put a couple units on it, and he hit a home run in the first inning. Yeah. I was like, that's a, that's a, that's a shoe win. That's the fastest winner I've ever had. Yeah. And he got it was four like, acts, it was, it was like, it was like eight minutes. <laughs> home run. I was like, this is awesome, dude. Hell yeah. This is amazing. Bleed blue. Let's go. I mean, Dodger blue. No, no, no. Not that. All right. All right. We digress. All I right, actually Timmy. probably hate the Cardinals more than you. Than me? Yeah. Well, we, we can talk about hating on the Cardinals. Another time because it, we it, it's a staple of one it, of our shows. But it's because of Brock and a couple other of my friends that I hate the Cardinals so much because he torments me about the Cardinals. 
all the time. Because the Cardinals beat the Dodgers in the, in the playoffs a lot of times in like the early 2000s. Yeah, because they were good. And the Dodgers were not that great. But they had Kershaw. They dominated Kershaw all in the playoffs. Yeah. It was disgusting. I was so, I just got so upset all the time about it. But this baseball extra inning rule is my least favorite rule in, in, in sports maybe right now. Oh, it's so dumb. I, it's so dumb. It, what are your opinions on this? Before Timmy goes on a rant, like we always do, <laughs> I want I want you to give some un- un- uninterrupted time right now, Brock, and give us how you are viewing this. Like, I just, I'm with Tim, man. Like, it's so stupid. Like, it's like, you, what, what, it's almost, like what are we going to do? Like, what's the, like, next thing we're going to add is, like, if you're 0 for 4 in a game and you come up for a fifth at bat, you automatically get on base. Like, yeah, no, I, I could see that too. Like, I could see the slippery slope and how this rule can implement a few other rules. So, Tim has a few of his options. And this is also going to end with why am I not one of the rule makers of the MLB? Yeah, or why, why am I not, why am I not a manager? Why yeah, am I yeah. not a GM? Like, yeah. what the hell is going on in baseball? I'm putting the in basketball, all these sports. I want a, I want a job in sports somewhere so, because, like, I can be better so than some people. Then treat this as your resume, Tim. What do you what What do you propose to the commission and to all 32 teams to uh, alleviate this nonsense? So if they don't want to have, like, a 17-inning game, which only happens, like, maybe five times a year, like, there's, like, 2,000 games in baseball, right? Um, I'm not sure what the exact number is, but it's, it's a lot. 162. It's a lot. Of, it's it's a, okay. I mean, but, so each team plays that many, though. So there's 30, so 15 times 162. Yeah. Is, like, about 2,000. Um, so if they don't want to have those long-ass, those long-ass games that are, like, exhausting six-hour games, whatever, let's do um, real baseball and not put something on, first, on second base because it's stupid. Let's do 12 innings, and then you get through the entire lineup one more time, and you have a chance to go have nine hitters at, at minimum. Right? If you go three up, three down every inning, you have nine hitters. What do you think that does to the pitching staff? And, Brock, um, chime in on this. What, yeah, do you think that that's going to be, like, a good or a good like mindset to kind of slow down what they're doing in this extra inning rule, or do you think that's, like, possibly damaging to the pitching staff going in deeper and maybe them playing more innings than they ever would because but is the pitching staff is any different from pitching staff if no they played, it's, if, it's just dumb like get better pitchers like bring guys up from the majors to give guys or the minors to give guys rest like yeah there's already and, solutions to that and i just can't wait for that one manager when he's like you know 30 and 80 i don't know what the rockies manager name is but <laughs> <laughs> when he gets there. When he gets there, he's just going to, like, <laughs> send some, like, chump out there and be like, look, we're just just throw fastballs down the middle till they hit one out. Like, this is ridiculous. Just end it. Yeah. And, that, like, it, if they expand the roster, I could see that benefiting it, but I could also see it hurting it as well for the fact of, like, and now you have, what, say you get six extra more players. Like, then you're just. Yeah, but the thing is, the is they technically have a 40-man roster. Yeah, exactly. So like, well, twenty five though until like until like uh, September. Yeah, we'll just make it year round. Just if you're worried about arms that much, make the you know you play with your twenty five man roster the first you know week of the season. The All Star break maybe, or yeah, the All Star break would be good. And then after that, just have forty guys, not all dressed like yeah, you know, 
Make I it like should, JD like football or something. Just dress thirty guys. Maybe. Saturday morning superstars for the football team. There you yeah. go, bud. There you go. I was actually undefeated on every single one of my JV games. <laughs> by the way, it was great. The only but, one that I lost in, in in junior high was when I broke my arm. We really? lost that game. Wow, you that was turn. the you most disgusting thing of quarterback. Ever seen. Ooh, was it gross? It was gross. Oh, you saw it up in person, huh, Brock? That's gross. I was like he 10 was on feet the away. Grade team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it was disgusting. Gross. It was bad. Oh. It's brutally. Yeah, bad. I mean, I can see that. So if you like, I you know, all star break midway point of the season, you, you or even sooner now. Just give a couple of the just, just put a couple extra pitchers on the staff. Yeah, but I don't understand how it's different than without that rule for the past two hundred years, when they had eighteen in games every now and then. True that. Like, I mean, you don't have that many extra inning games in the first place. This year seems to be a pretty high amount of extra inning games so far. Like, I mean, almost every day there's one extra inning game. But um, my other solution is to um, after 12 innings, just have a home run derby. You have three. You have three pitches per batter. You have three batters. It's not like the whole. But that, that's like, that's not the home run derby of. Well, the home run derby. Well, they want to not have these long games. Let's just end it faster. Well, but see, it's not I like a shoot. I would like Sorry, that ahead, idea. I would like that idea, but if you strike out on like you swing and miss at those three pitches, that's a run for the pitching team. Oh. I don't. I don't hate that. I just want to have the pitchers have to throw fastballs for three pitches per batter, and if they don't hit, if they pop up three times, then just don't have fielders at all. If you don't hit it out, it's it's fine. Whatever. That's well, a strike. That's great for the Cardinals because Jordan Hicks can just come in and throw one hundred and five nine times. Yes. Yeah. See, but that's the thing is your favorite. You're not playing the game for the, you know, like how everybody's grown to love. But like, you might have already used Jordan Hicks in the ninth. No, we have Alex Reyes. But you might have used him too if it goes twelve after Definitely. twelve innings. You might have already used him. You know, like so. Yeah, you might we, we might scrub. be down to Wainwright or some scrub. Yeah, throwing fucking meatballs. He's yeah. you know his ERA was twenty point five four after the first after the first start. Well, I'm not sure how he did the day. Uh, he threw like 80 curveballs and gave up one run on air. That's pretty, that's that's pretty, pretty impressive. You're not hanging, not hanging much of those curveballs. Because he can't throw a fastball over 85. Okay. 47 years old. Well, well when, you're, when you're sitting on a 76-mile-an-hour curveball, that 85 looks like 110. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, all right, all right. I get you there. Yeah. My other solution is that why don't we have just, just have ties? I like that way better than... Let's play 12 innings max. So you go through the order one time. Each team goes through the order one time. At minimum. At right? minimum. And then right. if you don't yeah. score, that's fine, whatever. And then hockey has ties. Soccer yeah. has ties. Let's just have a tie. If they don't want to play full baseball games, let's just have ties. What do you think about that, Brock? I love it. But then for the playoff race, they would have to do like hockey where you get, you know, two points for a win, you know, one point you for a tie. You don't have to do tie. that. And you nope. can just do no. Like, you can just do win percentages. Yeah, but then and you're tied. But then, but then what if I tie? What if I win one game and tie every single other game? Then I'm a, a thousand percent. Yeah. No, I, I, I think are. I Brock. I think what you said about the uh, the hockey Stanley Cup situation, giving points, and then it literally takes away my least favorite thing in baseball, which is just the single game wild card. We talked about that a little earlier on the show, and I think if you do the tie and do the percentages, break that down. It's a much more accurate depiction of who is better but, squad out of 162 games as opposed to who got the better of one team in but, the wild But that's the playoff. point of the tie thing is, like, you wouldn't have to have a point system because of, of 162 games, they're going to have 25 ties. You're just – it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, like, 
the tie is a tie, and your win percentage is win percentage. And so then you, you still have the same competition. It actually makes the games, extra innings games, matter more. You want to win those games yes. because your, your winning percentage goes up a lot more if, if, if you, instead of tying, you're the extra few points. Yeah, I see that. I need to apologize to Connor because when he said he was a Cubs fan, I immediately thought he has obviously horrible judgment in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but I also hate the wild card one game playoff. Thank you. So Thank you. It's for, so dumb. You know, it's, it's the, it is my biggest pet peeve in all sports. It's number two, it's hockey. It, it sucks that my number two, my top two was the same as Colin Cowher. That's about the best thing I think he's ever said. Like, those two things to me are ridiculous and, like, barbaric. Like, or, like, or like just completely outdated. Not barbaric, like, just because it's fighting, but ridiculously outdated. The fact that 162 games, it comes down to one. And then you're talking about like, teams who are, like, eight games apart sometimes. You know, that's, see, that's stupid. That's that's stupid. But that's what it goes. It gets in the yeah, playoff. That happens, yeah. So it's one game or three game wild card playoff. Like so, pick so, it. so, so to eliminate that, let's just not have divisions. Let's just have NL and AL. No. Why not? That's how it used to be. Used yeah. to be the pennant was the NL team and the AL team, and then they had divisions, and now then they had a wild card. I'm about it. So let's just in, let's just eliminate divisions, and we could have the same schedule. So it's like but logistically then you have to think of like one division taking. Like the AL East, like they're gonna just win. Well, then the other teams uh, should get better. Yeah, yeah true exactly. that too. But like, yeah, cap, like capital, good answer, Brock. Good answer. Capital comes into a huge, like a huge factor of this. You're just mad it does, because if, it, it if does every year. That, anyway. If they did that, then the Cubs couldn't come in third place in the Central every year. They'd be like ninth in the National League. Mm, no, 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 no. Which would still be the wild card <laughs> playoff, by the way, Brock. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Wouldn't it be? It's, oh, it's six and one, right? It's, yeah, it's three and two. So there's five teams in, in the in the um, in the yeah, playoffs he, on, yeah. on each side. Five, not nine. They, explain how the playoffs work, Tim, because he's obviously not familiar. With it. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm already regretting this, Brock. Already regretting this. You might be our first and last Zoom call ever. I'm, so, I'm, uh, I'm gonna have Brock on here way more often now because baseball season is great. I love baseball in the first place, and I used to not bet on baseball because Greg told me that if you bet on baseball, you're a degenerate. And then that same year, I just crushed baseball. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I made like 2,600 units in baseball. Yeah. It was disgusting. What's up? Um, but uh, this, I, I just, this, so the reason I'm upset about this, partially is because of yesterday, I mentioned it earlier on the show too, I lost on the, on the Twins yesterday because of this baseball rule of extra innings. I also won on the Red Sox because of it all as well. Yeah. But I just, it's not baseball. It's not, let's just pl- let's so, play real baseball or not. This is a gambling show. You're taking away your gambling-wise and putting on odds. It's the same both ways. And it's you, not. Because, like, if I bet on the, on the away team, my odds to win in extra innings are way less. So, why, like, then you see a flaw in the system. and then It you, is. It's a complete flaw. So, you just take advantage of that flaw. Why are you upset about that as a gambler, not as a fan of baseball? Um, as a gambler, I'm upset about it because I the, the move to make money in, in baseball gambling is to bet on underdogs. Yeah, is yeah, I want plus numbers because like you if you bet on baseball and the favorites, if you take like the Dodgers against the Marlins when it's like minus two fifty, you need to win three games to make that money back. So you have to yeah, go, you have to I go, mean that's just bigger. So you have to go three and three of you have to go three of four to be even almost. Where if you take the underdog that's plus one fifty or one sixty. Um, I don't. I can have a forty-four percent win percentage and make a lot of money. Yeah, we talked about that last week. I and that's that. a big thing about that. So like then, so the away teams are generally the underdogs against good pitchers. 
So then if it goes to where my team, the underdog team, goes and has a great game and we're tied up in the ninth, and then my odds to lose in the 10th, 11th, or 12th, depending on what the deal is, in the bottom of the innings are way higher because second base, there's a guy in second base. Yeah. The, the thing that bothers me the most is you can literally not have a hit and win a game. As a home team, if you get through the first the top of the inning, you can have two sacrifice flies and win a game without a hit. So my other solution to this is you can't score on a sacrifice fly from third base. Just don't. Just That's don't let, a shit rule. Well, I mean, but I but you should be forced to have a hit to to win. So you're telling me a sacrifice fly is still a robbed home run. But you sh- but you should. How do you, just, but you, how do you, how do you it, distinguish dude, the difference? If he hits a home run, great. But what if Whatever. he gets what if he gets robbed in a in a in a field like we'll say we'll say Fenway right field. Doesn't matter. You didn't get a hit to win the game. No, that's like you didn't get a hit. You how can you score a run without getting a hit in baseball? I think isn't there how many? But games you have to have a hit. I understand, right? No, like that's the thing that bothers me the but most. There's also been games before where somebody play, uh, I think there's been like two maybe, I, I, and I'm not gonna be able to quote them. But two games where like a pitcher like had a one hitter or like a no hitter well, going, and then walks or wild pitches. But that's but that's different, right? So then can, can you the, can you score? On, can you win on a walk? Sure, yeah. Okay. But the sacrifice fly thing, where you like literally just move a runner around twice without getting a hit or a pitcher mistake or an error, is I just, I hate that so much. So, what do you think about this, Brock? Also, to win on a walk, you would have to get some hits because you'd have to load the bases, or you could have four walks. Yeah, which is the which is the fault of the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, but that but so the fault of the pitcher for getting a fly ball out is not like he's getting out. How I just don't think you should like be able to win in extra innings in a meaningful game in any way with just being able to hit two seconds flies and not have to get a hit or a pitcher mistake or an error at all. Now, if the dude in the outfield drops the ball, by all means, go. If the pitcher throws a wild pitch, by all means, man, score. Whatever. I don't. I think that just it just brings a different element because then you're just it brings a completely different element to the extra innings on it as well. But one fresh this does too, though. What's well, this isn't baseball yeah. for the past hundred but whatever this years. This isn't to change. Like you're you're trying to make another rule. To, I'm trying to mitigate the rule they already made. I know, but you're trying to do that with some other extra bullshit. The way you do it is just say it's 12, just, just, just 12 not have that cap. rule. Just 12 innings cap. 12 innings cap. I think with the ties on that, then like Brock said, you get to the the stand like this uh, the NHL approach like as well. Point system. Point system as well. I don't hate it, that. That's I okay. love it. And also, if you're talking about resting players, don't fucking have them play a game right before they play a five game playoff stand against the, like usually but one baseball, of the rivals. But baseball players play. Like, I mean, there's very few days off in a month, so they get. I mean, they so yeah. there's days off. You know, like. Uh, so, what do you think about this, Brock? Strategically, as a manager of a baseball team, if I was um, if I was the away team, I mean, that actually doesn't matter. Home team or away team. Guy starts on second base, right? Um, I would just walk the first hitter instead of double play balls. All the yeah, time. I would, never, well. I, I would always do that. Every, every time I was in extra innings, I would just walk the first hitter all the time. Yeah, a runner at second with no outs is a lot like worse situation to be in than first and second with no outs. Yeah, I want double play. Because then, then if you they, need two ground balls. And but then if the guy sacrifice out. flies and then you have then they have second and third, I just walk the next hitter again. So I have bases loaded. Because if, if that if that happens and you have one out, I'm probably gonna lose anyway, barring double play. So I might as well just get the play set up every time. And then you have more additional walks. The game gets slower, even though they have a guy, they have a runner on all the time. 
On the other side of that, I would have my runners, if I was the hitting team, I would have my runners start on contact with one out instead of two outs. And I would just have them go halfway and sit there. And if it got caught on a fly ball, whatever, go back. And then, but because of me walking team, because of me walking players, um, the away manager or the hitting team or whatever the case is would have to start the runners early, but not, but not like run all the way. And you'd mitigate the sacrifice fly that way. And you'd also set up double plays all the time. I would just play, I would just play the numbers in baseball. Yeah. Like, like, like money just, ball. You like money how ball. They always exactly. do. You money ball. And like, I would just be a dickhead manager and just do this actually every time. Right. Be Brad Pitt. They would hate me. Like the commissioner of baseball would hate me as a manager because they'd be like, oh, you're a dick because like you're always doing this. Yeah. Well, it's Rob like Manfred. the Cubs manager. What's his name? Oh, what the, do you mean? David the, Ross? The, no, before that. the um, Oh, a John Madden? Yeah, jo- Joe Madden. Joe Madden, not John Madden. I actually rode in Tell a- Tell Patrick Jeanette. <laughs> I actually rode in a lift one time with Joe Madden's grandson. Really? Yeah. Weird story. Kind of interesting. A little bit off air. Um, yeah, maybe that's a more of an off air story. It's yeah. it pretty funny though. It's awesome. But what do you think, Brock? If you were a manager, would you do those same things? I would just walk the first guy every time. Maybe just hit him, dude. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's a perfect answer for the Nebraska. Hit him, Robert. yeah, hit him. That's what I would do on the video right. game. I hit him. Just be like, fuck this. Like I'm hitting you, and now like get ready for a bunch of sliders because I'm getting two. Yeah. And the other thing that I don't like about baseball right now, the the other rule that's that's I think is really dumb, and only because they're trying to speed the game up, is that the bullpen guy has to, has to face three hitters. He has to face has to face three hitters. Oh fuck! So I you can't bring that. in lefty righties anymore to like face. I mean, it's stupid. It is stupid, but it's also like it provides. The thing is, these rules are usually providing the same element to both AL and the NL. But they're trying to speed the game up for like to get more fans in. Do you think you, interesting? Do you, you know, think like, that this is going to stay this way forever? I hope not. I don't think it is. I, I think I think next season we're like relieved of the stress. Wins everybody in fucking by the end of this month is vaccinated. We're gonna be good. Like I want the DH rule both leagues. I want to end this three batter bullpen thing. I want to stop having a guy on on base to start because if you are baseball. Your averages are not good. If you're a 300 hitter, you're really good. So yeah. 70% of the time, you're bad. Yeah. Okay? How do you just give guys two bases? Also, betting-wise, if I take Chris Bryant to have over one and a half bases, he's the first hitter in the extra innings, and he, gets a, he starts on second base, do I get two bases? No. I should. He didn't earn those bases. Yeah, exactly. That's my point, Connor. He didn't earn those fucking yep, bases. But that's, yep. yep. That's my whole point. Now, I got him to admit it. That's my whole point. I'm not fighting. So, I'm so, not fighting. So betting-wise, I want those two bases God. statistically also. So, I, Brock, I want to just give you a little insight what happens here. So usually Timmy walks in about 30 minutes late, starts blaming me for some random shit. And Whatever. Connor's late all the time, too. I just flip mode it and make him feel bad. Exactly. <laughs> it's what he's doing right now at the moment. Hey, Connor, as someone who's known him for almost three decades, uh, <laughs> there's this thing. It's called Tim time. There's no clock. It's just when Tim's going to be there. He's going to be there at Tim time. Yeah. And actually, the only thing that I know that he bases his time around is Denver traffic. That's the only thing he does. So That's really true. Yeah. yeah that is. And, and no, now there, in baseball season. There, there's sorry. a second thing he bases his appearances on, and that's whether or not a game he has money on is going to conclude and he <laughs> wants to watch it. 
<laughs> I love that answer. That's exactly like I remember the first time me and Timmy went out after the show. We we're like, oh, we got some. He's like, I got some money on this game right now. He's like, let's go watch, drink some beers. And we had a great time. That was it was great. awesome. That was, that was awesome. Cool. That was so much fun. <laughs> that was great. I will say, right, Connor, Bob. though, one of my favorite oh, yes. things is to go out with Tim to watch like a game that he has money on. And I've seen it several times, but him just to lose in a devastatingly ridiculous oh, fashion. Like crushing losses. I saw his eyes roll back and forth two times when you said that, actually. Brock so, loves to be like, ha, ha, so ha, ha, crushing what, loss. What, what you're saying is when me and Timmy go out next and we get some money on it, and I'll tell him I have money on like on the Nuggets, but like all I have to do is fade Timmy. Because win or lose, I still, you know, kind of get my satisfaction about this, you know? <laughs> like, Jeez. I think it would be pretty good. Because losing, I'd be like, oh, he thinks we're winning and we're having a good time. But if I win, and I get to see Timmy have a fucking mild heart attack. Just, like, meltdown. I I don't get real emotional about losses very often. Because yeah. I gamble enough, right? Yeah. Like, like this week I made 27 or something like that bets. Um, right. Well, Brock, I think I'm going to start a new segment with this. Right now, for all of our guests. Do you have any picks coming up? Or do you have anything that you want to give our listeners for like a lock or something that you are fairly confident in on uh, a game gambling wise or any spread wise? We'll call it the Brock lock. The Brock lock. I like it. Um, well, my Brock lock you can make tonight for tomorrow is uh, I looked at it earlier today before he teed off at the Masters. Is Rory McIlroy is a plus nineteen hundred to win, and before Ooh. he teed off this morning, I picked him to miss the cut, and he's currently plus six. So that was that was one I already did. Oh, that's what's up. Yikes! Fade the fade the field. Fade the fade him. We're fans of that. We are fans of that. I got DJ to win this week. DJ, my guy. He's my favorite golfer. Well, Nate Lash is my favorite golfer. Okay. Brock knows Nate Lashley also. Yeah, I played in a tournament with him in high school. Yeah, he, yeah. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, he won, he's and off. I uh, still had golf balls in my bag when I finished. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you both won, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, they're both winners. Um, I, uh, but... I have a pile of golf balls that are yours in my car right now, actually. Oh, nice. So, um, probably still there. Anyway, no, they're still sitting there. Or, I have a, a, a pile of them. Yeah, I'm not a golfer. All right, Obviously, I'm not a golfer. Well, I just want to say thank you very much for being the first Zoom guest that we've had that has been outside of, I would say, our Bet Your Ass Circle to be on the Nebraska Hour. Hopefully, we get to do this more. And please come on back. We can talk definitely more baseball. Um, we can both bash on the Cardinals. Or, and I, well, oh, yeah. we, Connor and I can bash on the Cardinals, and See, Brock and I can bash on the Cubs. It'll be great. It, it, it is great right there. you know. And then me and you got to start like a text chain or something so we can get some shit on the Dodgers. And just so <laughs> we can hurt our favorite person's feelings right now. It'd be great. Oh, man. If Brock would have been there when the Nationals hit the Grand Slam to, yeah. to beat the Dodgers in the playoffs, he would have been just, like, dying laughing. And I was, like, almost in tears. Love it. And I'm not emotional about loss very often. I would have loved to be there. Sometimes. Uh, shortly after, before I think he even rounded the bases, I had already masturbated twice. <laughs> oh, oh, your tears, Timmy. Just so oh, young. Timmy's tears. Uh, Brock, right, man, uh, let's have you back on here a couple more times for baseball season. And uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Uh, let's. Uh, I'll give you a call when we're done here, and um, we'll chat about some stuff. Hey, and, thanks, uh, fellas. You got a, it, buddy. It was a pleasure. And uh, Cards won today, three to one on an Arenado bomb. They won. They beat the they beat the Brewers today. Yeah. 
Yeah, three to one. Arnado could have. I didn't see the final. Awesome. And also, see, he was so happy about. Go ahead. I'm just gonna wear either my Yachty or Arenado jersey every time I come on. So. Oh, I like that. I like that. We're we're getting video going soon in the studio, so. Uh, if that's the case, you know, I might even just get a Cardinals jersey just to just to piss off Tim because oh, I may not may not like the Cardinals, but you know what I like more is <laughs> seeing you know, Timmy Nebraska upset. <laughs> My best shows I've ever done where I was just like fiercely angry. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was awesome. Hey, bud. Uh, well, Brock, thank you very much for joining here, man. We're uh, cheersing to you, Brock. Cheers, brother, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, my man. All right, y'all take it easy. All right, so that's pretty cool. We had, you know, our first guest on the Nebraska Hour, your boy, Brock. He's probably the friend that I've known the longest in my life. Really? Like, for real. It's been well, like 25, 25, 28 years, something like that. It's kind of cool. Oh, my God. You've been friends longer than I've been alive. Yeah, 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 right? That's <laughs> wild, dude. That's wild. That's pretty cool. Uh, so we do the show on the Nebraska Hour Where we at doing? 919 East Colfax Avenue. What's this place called? Capital Cigars. It's the best cigar bar in Denver, probably the world, as far probably. as I'm concerned. Um, uh, we want to give a shout out to Neil. Big shout out to Neil. And, Neil's uh, looking great, healthy as well. He was sick for like ten days yeah, or something like that, not, right? Not, he didn't have the he didn't have the Ronas. Yeah, um, he was just you know I think yeah. he just had a little bit of bronchitis, a little something bit of, like that, this, some dinosaur type disease. When football season starts, I have the bronchitis too. I'm oh, allergic to him. It's terrible. Like, you're fucking great. It's with him that. and John Elway. <laughs> I'm gonna take you out for your birthday dinner and. I'm gonna take you to John Elway's. Me and Greg oh, are surprised. I got kicked out of there one time. I don't, Why John Elway? I, he was no, like, eat, you didn't. Dude, not. He, was, he was eating dinner with his friends, and we were. I was being loud, and obnoxious with a bunch of my oh buddies. My and I got kicked out of there. All right, it was well, a, that's then, a great story. Also, that off the air. We were, that's how we were starting the story next week. Oh, not geez. off the air. Like, I, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll clean it up a little we'll, bit. We'll PG thirteen. Uh, you know, maybe uh, just like just some underboob of the story right there, <laughs> and then we'll get away with it, and you know, we'll be shut down. I should have given the clamps. Uh, shout out to Greg. Also, we're doing this the show from uh, Studio B on Studio the B. Uh, the the what's, what's called the the basement level or the, the uh, studio level studio of level scars. And um, yeah, it's just so funny you say that too as well because right behind you is that Florida State flag. That if you were listening, you know when Timmy was making his predictions, Timmy said Florida State. I believe, I believe I was the one who did say Baylor from the start. I don't know. Yeah, I have, yeah. I'm gonna have to go back I'll, and look at it. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you so, that. So, uh, you, you know, the young Padawan is now, you know, Jedi Master over here. Oh, <laughs> jump, 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 clamps. I can't hear you. Oh my God. All right, we'll get out of here. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, 